Hello. So some people have asked me, okay, we've got all these ideas and some of these are really great and all, but how do I incorporate it into my daily life? And I totally understand that. And what I've been trying to do over the last few days is really give you ideas and see what's going to work for you and what doesn't work for you because we're all different and we all have different things and different ways that we want to approach things. But as far as the daily life question, you know, it's really about making mindfulness a practice that you do every day in some way. And in the beginning, maybe it's just a few minutes here and a few minutes there. Maybe you decide to meditate. Maybe you don't decide to meditate. Either way, that's fine. You may find that little things that you do during the day, you suddenly realize you're being mindful in that moment. And that's a wonderful thing. The more that you can do that, the more that you can be present to be here, to be paying attention with an open awareness to what's going on around you, the better and the more centered and the more focused and present you'll feel. So I wanted to give you just a few ideas of things that you can do to really bring mindfulness into your day to day life. Um, and I'm kind of making these up as I go along because I'm looking back through some of the things that I've learned, some of the things that I do, some of the things that people have told me. So for starters, you know, the loving kindness practice, you can do that anywhere, anytime. I mentioned before that I do it in the grocery line. If I'm standing in line rather than being on my phone and paying attention to that, I will look at the line or especially the cashier because boy, that is a tough job. So sending them a little loving kindness, looking directly at them and smiling and saying, yes, I like bags, asking them a question or simply saying thank you from your heart instead of that wrote, thanks, bye. That really matters. Doing this in a coffee shop, uh, looking around at other people waiting for their coffee and just wishing them, may you be safe. May you be happy. May you be free of stress. Can you imagine if someone walked up to you and hopefully someone that you are comfortable being approached by and just wished you those things? How would you feel? Maybe you'd feel weirded out because it'd be kind of out of the blue, but in the back of your mind, it would feel good, wouldn't it? I'll tell you what, you know, when you do this loving kindness practice on a regular basis, you start to feel happy every time you do it. And you start to realize that wishing other people to be happy makes you happy. So try it wherever you are. If you've got a moment to kill and you're waiting, you might as well. It's a good use of time. Another thing that I do, uh, and I learned this uh, through Wendy's Wendy Palmer's class, is to sit at the stop sign. You know how you're sitting at a stoplight and you're kind of frustrated because now you're stopped and you're sitting here and you're frustrated because the cars won't go and there's a lot of traffic and you're distracted by that. Instead, kind of think of a really huge bubble that covers the whole intersection and all of the cars that are there at the intersection with you. And just think happy thoughts. Wish them all well. Wish that they be safe, that they drive safely, that they get where they're going, and that they're free of stress. This is another way, and I'll tell you that when I reach every single stoplight now, if I don't do it, I'm thinking about 
I should do it. Um, so that kind of practice. And while we're talking about driving, having an open awareness when we're driving. When was the last time you went somewhere and went, wow, I've been here so many times and I don't really remember the drive. I don't remember how I got here. That's really scary sometimes. And it's just because we're thinking about other things. We're kind of on autopilot. But if a kid ran out in front of the car right then, you might hit him because you're not present. That doesn't mean you have to be driving white knuckled and scared all the time. What it does mean is that you have an open awareness about what's going on around you. Try turning off the radio and see how that changes how you drive and the kind of awareness that you have. You might actually see things that you didn't even know were there. You might actually be a little bit more aware about how you drive, how you move among the traffic. Maybe you're a tailgater and you never realized it. So having an open awareness when you drive without being paranoid and freaked out about it, just being aware. What do you see? What do you hear? What do you experience? That's a way of being mindful in your day-to-day -day life. Obviously, the same thing is true when you're walking down the sidewalk, particularly if you're walking down a busy street. Uh, I had an experience recently of walking down a street in San Francisco, and I started to really pay attention to the noises around me, the buildings around me, the people around me, the smells around me in a busy city. There were a lot of things that came to my attention that I would have normally just passed over. And I saw a lot of beautiful things too. So, you know, if we're just paying attention, we can do a lot of things, um, learn a lot of things. Another idea is mindful eating. Now, for many people, it's hard to eat an entire meal mindfully. And I got to tell you, I was in the restaurant industry for almost 20 years, and it, it made me kind of a piglet because I really am used to stuffing my food in my mouth so I can get on with my day or get back to work or whatever it is that I'm really kind of skipping over the real enjoyment that I could have with food. Even when I go to a fine restaurant, I still eat a little too fast. I don't sit and really enjoy it. So, you know, if you've been in the mindfulness-based stress reduction programs, you're probably familiar with the idea of taking a raisin and putting it in your hand and looking at it and really appreciating it and, and really starting to understand it. Uh, one that I did at a mindfulness training was to eat a potato chip. When you put the t potato chip, you look at it and see what it looks like and then you put it in your mouth. The texture, the taste, is it salty? Is it crunchy? Is there a softness to it? So how does this product change? Uh, some teachers will teach you to do gratitude practice at the same time. The process that happened to get this product into your mouth. People had to grow it, they had to harvest it, they had to truck it. They had to cook it, they had to prepare it to cook, they had to package it, they had to ship it to you, and then someone sold it to you. There's an entire path there that we're very often not recognizing. And we should. We should recognize where things come from and all the work and love that goes into it. If you don't want to do gratitude practice while you're eating, that's cool. But just take a moment. You don't have to do your entire meal, maybe just the first bite. 
What does it look like? What does it smell like? What does it taste like? What textures do you feel? How does it change as you're eating it? Just do that with one first bite and see if you feel anything different. If you really appreciate that food this time. These are things that you can do any day, all day. Now, I skipped one with the loving kindness that I don't want to forget. And that is in your office, in your home. Appreciate the people around you. Wish them happiness. Wish that they be safe. Wish that they be free of stress. It's easy for us to skip over that at work and at home. And when we're out and about in the world, we really need to take a breath, get centered, and wish people to be happy. And trust me, it makes us feel happy too. To take that a little further, let's talk about meetings. When you're going into a meeting, uh, one technique that someone taught me was that when you go into the meeting, put your hands on the back of the chair just for a moment, take a breath, and then sit down. And what you're really doing is centering yourself and getting ready for the meeting and being ready to be present in that meeting and being mindful of whatever's gonna happen there. Brushing your teeth. Think about it next time you go to brush your teeth. You take out the toothbrush, you put on the toothpaste, maybe you wet it a little, you start to brush your teeth. How does it feel? How does your mouth feel before and after you brush your teeth? Just that little process. Instead of doing it by rote, try to be in the room, try to pay attention. Sure, it's boring. That's why we do it without thinking. When you're in the shower, how does it feel when that hot water hits you at first? How does that change? How does it change when you apply soap or conditioner? Same thing with washing your hair or brushing your hair. All of these are times that you can be present. Now, I don't know very many people who are present all of the time or even more than a few seconds at a time. But if you can work it into your day with some of these practices little by little, remind yourself periodically, put a post-it note up on your, on your computer that you see every time you sit down that just says, be here now. It's a really easy way to remind yourself to take a breath, get ready for what you're gonna do next. I hope this is helpful to you, and if you have any other ideas, please do share them with me. I would love to know. Thank you.